What's going on, everybody? Peter Toring here along with... Chris Van Bell. And we're realtors here at Coldwell Banker. We're Manual in Macomb Township. Uh, right on the construction laden Hall Road here now in, in, in late August. Uh, and we wanted to talk to our first-time buyers today. And uh, we wanted to, number one, should you be a first-time buyer? Well, there's a ton of factors in there. Are, what are your living situation now? Are, are you renting? Are you living with somebody? What are we doing? Yeah, let's talk about, so we're looking, should we buy or should we rent? You know, we've got a lot of these, you know, people, they're coming out of college, they've got jobs, but they've also got student loans. Maybe you're getting married, maybe you're getting divorced, and your your living situation is changing and you're looking, should I, you know, purchase a home or, or a condo or should I should I rent one? And it's a big decision. It's, it, you got to figure what this is the biggest purchase of your life. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a huge, huge commitment. And, and a lot of people just, they just don't know where to start. And that's where we wanted to, to give you a start. We wanted to break this down into a couple things. Number one, we wanted to go into some pros and cons of buying versus running. And then we'll talk to about down payments, loans, preparing to buy, things like that too. So uh, first, some of the, the good things about renting. Number one, if you are somebody that you, your job is not stable, maybe you don't know where you're going to be in the next couple of years, um, it's, it's great for that. You know, It's a very short-term situation. Well, we, we do work with a lot of transferees or... Or, or people in the automotive industry, uh, military, and so forth, they know they may only be in the state of Michigan for two years. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times it's not worth it, you know, to put the time and effort into purchasing and owning a home and then not knowing what you're going to get in return when you sell it. Right. Um, so in that case, renting's great. Maybe you're working on fixing your credit. How about that one? Mm -hmm. See, now if you, if you don't, so one thing is people are surprised how low of a credit score you need to buy. So my first... You know, suggestion to you would be talk to one of our loan officers and see maybe you qualify for a mortgage and you don't realize. I think they're qualifying down to a 600 credit score. I know the 680s and 640s. Um, I've heard a lot of a lot of different really low numbers that, mm -hmm. that are working out. Yep for maybe an FHA or, or, or mischief type loan. Right, but if you do need to work on that credit score, they are gonna count rent payments towards your your credit history. Uh, it is a good way to build credit, uh, especially if it fits into the rest of uh, you know your, your your situation. And with the business that we're in, it's about you know relationships and offering, offering help. It's more than just, oh, can I lend to somebody now? Can I lend to somebody later? Right. Can I get you in a house now? It's not about getting you in a house. It's getting you to the point where you can comfortably get the home that you want. Right. We want to make sure that you're in a long, a comfortable long-term situation. And if it takes a year of renting to, to get there, I always tell people, I'm going to be in the business next year. You know, if we need to set you up in a rental for a little bit to get you in a better situation to buy, we can do that. The other one is, of course, price. Uh, you, know, you know, our rentals actually right now are a little bit higher per month than a similar home. If you think about it, most of the, say, um, Warren, Roseville, and the Shores, you're looking at $120,000, $130,000 homes. Mm -hmm. Some of them are commanding $1,000, $1,100 a month. That easily. In rent. Oh, easily. Yeah, if not more. If you have a two-car garage and a full basement, I mean. Yeah, you can get $1,300, $1,400. Oh, and you have yeah. to remember, that's $1,400. That's a $200,000 plus loan. Uh, you know, so these houses are going for in the 150s. You got to figure that's a monthly payment of around, and we're just, of course, using ballpark numbers here, around a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, or you less. Know? So these are really something to look into. Is your monthly payment? You would might be surprised where your monthly payment sits on on renting versus buying. 
another factor, Chris, what about the down payment issue? You know, of course, renting, you just have a security deposit, normally one and a half months rent. Uh, so you might be coming to the table with, let's say, you know, maybe it's $1,800, maybe it's $2,000. How does that compare maybe to, to buying? That's, you know, a big issue for a lot of people. Yeah, what, what in most cases, say that we're using the FHA product, you're looking at 3%. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you have the funds in, in a bank account that's pretty steady and that they're available to be used. Um, but the other thing, if you look at some of these zero down loans, you're still going to have some closing costs. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I mean, MISHTA, FHA, if you're a veteran, VL, VA eligible. Mm -hmm. The RD loan from R USDA. RD loan. If you want to live somewhere like north of 26 Mile, that RD loan is just... Great option. It is top notch. Um, and so now, Chris, what are we looking at? I know that we have, a, if you're looking for exactly what the closing cost is going to break down, uh, we have a specific podcast on that, but you can generally assume you're going to pay right around three to three and a half percent in closing costs plus taxes and escrow. So you could be into a $150,000 home, seven or $8,000 maybe. So it's not, we're not talking about a huge different guys, you know, guys in, in upfront costs. No, uh, not really. You know, one of the other pros though to renting is, uh, you don't have any maintenance costs. In most cases, you don't. I mean, if, if it's a house, you're still going to have to cut your lawn, mm -hmm. um, basic maintenance, and sometimes any fixes around the house, usually when I see them, it's up to $100. Yeah, usually it you might have a deductible. But um, if you have something major, if your mechanicals go or leak in the roof, you've got a landlord, and they come and take care of it. Right. So there are some really good benefits to, to renting if it's if it's the right situation for you. They said, you know, the one, you know, it is a little bit lower to get into originally. It is... Uh, less maintenance, it's less worry for you, and it is a, a shorter term uh, agreement if you you know you do, don't know where you're going to be. Now on the flip side, big downside of running, especially long term, is it's just like leasing a car. You don't own anything at the end of this. No, you're you're paying a bunch of money, and if you do the math on it and add it up, you're basically paying to have a place to live. Yeah, and have everything from the paint in. Right, and you could be talking fifteen thousand dollars a year that essentially you're throwing away. You know, you, you're paying to live, but you know, twenty years down the road, you're not left with anything. So this brings us the vast majority of people here. If you're going to be in the area for longer than three years, three years is kind of my cutoff. Yeah, that's usually a good one. And if we can either set you up, even on a savings plan, to get towards towards buying, or if we can set you up with some concessions or a zero down program, buying a lot of times is the way to go. Even if you are young, even if you've got student loans, and you know, you're going to start building equity and, and building home ownership. Yeah, and look at all the options you have with, with your own personal home. Mm -hmm. um, you you can make drastic changes to your house. You you can have things like gardens or pets or or people over in loud parties to a certain degree. And those and those and those drastic changes, you can improve the value of your home. You can actually improve the value of what you're paying. So when you're renting, you're paying that $1,200 a month no matter what. Here, you may be able to improve, drastically improve the value of your home, refinance, and start paying even less per month. So there really are some some more flexible options with home ownership. Um, and I think that's something that's really, it's not talked about a lot. It's not talked about that, yes, you can build equity, but that building equity, I think, is very, very important. It's uh, huge. Oh, it, it's not only your biggest purchase, it's probably one of your biggest investments. Yep. And you got to figure real estate, it's real property, it's a real investment. And at the end of the day, I mean, 
you have something that you can sell and make money on in most cases. Right. And now, so, you know, I, I know a lot of us, uh, you know, listing, especially if you're a millennial buyer, you were fairly young when we had the crash of 08. Mm. Um, it, now, I want to talk about that. So now, crash is not permanent. If you look long term, you do have highs and lows in the real estate market, but on average, the long term, the cost of real estate does increase overall. So which year means over year, absolutely. Year over year, it increases, which means statistically, you are likely, if you hang on to your home, especially for a long period of time, you are statistically likely to make money on that investment. I look at the people that bought their houses in the, in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. Uh, they bought them for what we would consider next to nothing, and sometimes a lot of them doubled their money. Oh, yeah. And uh, the other thing that we got to talk about is if you are worried about your taxes, let's or talk about this a little bit. This is another little-known benefit of homeownership is you can write off on your taxes your mortgage interest. Absolutely. And, and that's helpful to anybody, whether you're like us and and you're claiming all that funny self-employed stuff, or if you get your W-2s, that's great. That's still worth great itemizing. Incentive. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. So, so this is actually putting money back in your pocket. So your home is paying you to, to own it, which is great. So uh, one of the other things now that we, we wanted to kind of look into here is... What does it really cost to, to maintain a house? What do you have to do? And, and it's I know it scares a lot of first-time buyers. You always need to have um, something in the bank. I learned this the hard way when I bought my first house. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I didn't realize, like, just basic maintenance, um, lawnmower, snowblower, that kind of stuff. But then beyond that, the internal stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also the cost of having these things maintained. you got to plan on <clears> – <throat> part of it is if you maintain your – your, your home, you'll have less in maintenance costs. So having, well, it may cost you a hundred bucks to have that furnace guy come out, you know, before the winter every year, it's going to make sure that your, you know, your furnace is in better shape. So we normally, we uh, average that your home is going to cost you right around 1% of your purchase price approximately per year in maintenance costs. That's an average. Five, that's not bad, but 1% is generally going to work for most cases. Mm -hmm. So that's, so if you've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, fifteen hundred dollars a year in maintenance. Now, and that's that might sound like a lot, but if you spread it out, it's little things here and there too. So, and you may have a year that uh, you don't have a lot of maintenance to do, but it's still good to kind of sock that money away in case you have a big ticket item, oh, furnace, air conditioner. A roof. Yep, a, a roof is a big one. And part of this is one of the things we always tell buyers is yes, home maintenance is expensive. But we want to make sure that we put you in a house that you're not going to need a lot of maintenance to begin with. You know, that's part of that is having a good home inspection. Oh, well, we, we did do a, a little bit of a podcast on, on home inspections mm -hmm. and inspectors and what that's all about. That's going to give you a pretty bright overview of what's going to be needed to be done in the immediate future and then down the road. And that way you can plan accordingly so you're not being surprised. And, of course, you too, you can get home warranties. Uh, that'll cover your appliances going out, your roof leaking. So there are some ways around this. I know it's a big fear of, of first-time home buyers, but that is something that we can plan for uh, and, and make sure that you're saving accordingly. So the other thing, Chris, a lot of people have this, well, what if the market turns? And, and how do you, you tell your first-time buyers about that? What if I buy now? We're at the top of the market right now here in Macomb County. What if that market turns? What do you recommend yeah. to those buyers? Well, I can't say I have much of a, a recommendation because we're pretty much – in a business where we don't have crystal balls and we're looking at what is more than what if. Um, you know, 
we don't try to let anybody be house poor to start. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Explain to our to our listeners what what's house poor. You know, we, we there are still some lenders out there um, that they just happen to be in. They want to make sure your eyes get really big when you see that you're approved for that two hundred thousand dollar house. Um, maybe you're a bit more comfortable in the 170, 160 house because of all the other bills you're going to have, car mm-hmm. payment and, and insurances and all that other good stuff. And maybe some expenses that you, hey, you want to travel. You want to be, you know, taking the, you're taking the girl out to dinner on Friday nights. You want to have Absolutely. some of that extra money. Yeah, and some of, the, some of these lenders, I mean, they're just looking at bottom line. And, oh, you're approved for this, you know, $200,000 house. Go ahead, have fun. And every last dime is going to go into your house payment. You don't have much left for anything else. And this is where we talked about. This is we sit down. We have a consultation. We have an hour long consultation. We look at you, your specifics in your situation, and say, what are you approved for? But what's the best number for you? What's that best monthly payment that's going to make you comfortable? And I think that when that, if that market does turn. Now you've got a situation you're comfortable. If you maybe you're, you're you get a pay cut, you can still afford that home. Um, but the other thing that we we talk about is this is again where building equity into the home comes in. If you've got if you're building equity, you're improving the value. Uh, you can kind of uh, market proof your home to some degree. Oh, absolutely. That's that's why it's important to look at the things you may want to update or renew and 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 just keep up. Like Peter's saying, market proof it. Uh, there is no such real thing, but. I mean, if you have one of the nicer homes, we all, we all know that there's usually a reason to buy or sell, mm-hmm. and, and you'll be fairly safe. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing, too, is we also want to look at your your situation long term, and we want to look, so our average cycle is seven to eight years. We mm-hmm. want to look at where, you know, could you stay in this home for seven or eight years if you had to, if you, you know, lost everything you could on, uh, you know, the home values tanked, worst case scenario. Um, you know, could you stay in this home long term? Is it large enough? You know, we want to talk to you about what your future plans are. Are you planning on having five kids in the next five years? Uh, then maybe that, you know, a one bedroom uh, bungalow in Royal Oak isn't going to work out so well. Absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes, like just recently, I had a few clients that they mentioned they're on a five year plan. So we just want to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, these are all things that we're going to go through in your in your first time buyer consultation. But if you are thinking about, um, you know, should I buy? Should I rent? Of course, you know, we've got some resources here for you. We've got some down payment loan resources here. But the best thing to do is call one of us and sit down with us. It's worth one hour of your time to come in, sit down with us, and and find out a plan specifically for you. Absolutely. Um, that that's why we have that one hour meeting to put us on the right path. Make sure. Uh, you're fully aware of where you are, and we know what we can do to best help you out. Right. And and just the, the basics of this are, again, um, buying a home is not as expensive as you might think. Um, renting can cost you. Uh, but, again, talk to us. We'd love to sit down with you. You know, phone numbers are right on the podcast here. Give us a call. Shoot us a text message anytime. We'd love to talk to you. Thanks so much for listening, guys.